Hello and welcome to Stories, the True and the Fictional. We are a podcast that dives into the stories of people's lives, everyday people like you and me, or even famous people throughout history. We'll talk about TV shows, movies, books, anything where stories are involved. But it doesn't stop there. We want to get you, the listener, involved as well. So if you have a story, something funny or random that may have happened to you or a friend, send it to the true and the fictional at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. So until then, strap in. It's story time. Welcome, everyone, to Stories True and Fictional. My name is Chris. I'll be your host for this evening. With me, I have Jamie. How are you, young man? Is that, is that my name? Jamie, how am I, young man? That's, if that's, that's what you want your name to be, I'll be happily call you Jamie, how are you, young man? From, from well, it's, now just, on it's, just, it's like you didn't say, you didn't pause. To ask me how I was, it sounded like that was my name. <laughs> but I wanted to get onto a more important topic before on with your introduction. Okay. How did the council go? How did you manage to unite the BMX and skateboarders against the Scooter Tribe? I mean, this was the war that was been riding. How did it go? Um, I did have to call in the aid from um, past um, the ancient. Uh, skateboard and rollerblade wars oh I, I had to get some veterans in but um we, we ended up you know it, it went well it went well uh the ancient rollerblading wars of the 90s uh, was, but let's uh, not forget that the rollerbladers have a massacre on their hand when they they killed the, the skates they absolutely you know some would call that a genocide what they did to you know skating but you know that's a that's a separate other conversation i don't want to get into that i also have me ryan i want to be batman Hague. how are you i'm good how are you good and is it true and i've heard this rumors now said multiple times that you are in fact in the running for america's next top model i've I, again it's a rumor but i've heard conversations that you're going to be a host is that true uh i can't confirm nor deny but no that's not true at all <laughs> it, it's too much it's too much drama i can't deal with the drama <laughs> you know what's really funny or not really funny it's really stupid but i was la- i was laughing on the train so hard today i almost like vomited <laughs> because there was a really important news story about you know the war in ukraine it was there was a serious story i was listening i was listening to my headphones it was really important and then they mentioned, you know, Britain's top general. And all I could think about was a reality TV show called Britain's Top General, where all these, you know, colonels <laughs> and brigadier generals would go stand for Tim Gunn and, and Heidi Klum and to be judged to become, you know, Britain's top general. And it, I was laughing so hard and someone tapped me on the shoulder and was like going, the fuck is wrong with you? And, you know, once... Once I rose above, you know, people were yelling at me because I, I told them why it was funny because, you know, war in Ukraine is funny, apparently. And they were just so mad and, you know, yelling at me. But, you know, once I rose above the, you know, the noise and confusion, <laughs> and, and I got finally got about a glimpse beyond like the illusion. And then I realized that my mind was soaring ever higher, but I flew too high. 
Ah, like Icarus. And that, my friend, is what we are talking about today. We are talking about one of the most important television series within the last 10 years, dare I say, a, a series where you finally say, you know, you always say like, oh, it got cancelled too early. It got cancelled, you know, I wish they really had a longer series. In, but no, this show is five perfect seasons of perfection <laughs> mm -hmm. with a wrapped up ending that you just basically feel great after watching this show. I am, of course, talking about Supernatural and its amazing five seasons. Yes. Now, let us, I think it's important that you understand where we're coming from from a Supernatural standpoint. So, uh, Jamie, what is your earliest memory of Supernatural and what made you sort of cling to the series? Well, um, earliest memory is, oh, look, I, I used to work in, in, a, in a factory and this guy used to always um, put me on to new shows. Like, he, he, you know, this is like, well, funny enough, it was 2005 because that's when Supernatural started. Mm. Um, and he, he usually just lent me shows without telling me what it was. Oh, watch this. It's pretty cool. And, you know, track record all the time. He got me into Scrubs and all that stuff. And then he hands mm -hmm. me this thing called Supernatural. I don't even, this is like, I hadn't even watched or listened or done anything with ghost stories or the Supernatural yeah. before. So I'm, I didn't even know the word. Yeah, uh, I mean, th this was this was 2005. The internet yeah. hadn't reached Bell Mountain yet, so you had no idea of obviously well, what was. I was living in McGrath Hill at the time, so. Ooh. Um, in in a three bedroom house by myself, <laughs> and it was the sun's just going down. I go, oh, I'm going to put on this show called Supernatural, <laughs> <laughs> and it 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 freaked the crap out of me. But I kept watching it. Um, Which episode was that? Well, it was the very first episode, and that was the Lady in White. Mm, the Lady in that is, I think, even today, that's probably one of the stronger of the five seasons episodes. Well, look, pilots are usually weak for a lot of shows, but that one wasn't weak. Even from even from the Sam, Dad's on a hunting trip, and he hasn't been home in a few days. <laughs> but what I've noticed about the early, I think it was season three, so. Previously, he had a he had a gruff voice, like you know, he was like Sam, hey Sam, hey Sammy. Then season three happened, and then was he auditioning to be Batman? Because after season three, he was just like Sam. Well, well, I'm 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 pretty sure it's when he came back from hell. Is that when he went? Okay, to if, if you're talking about a logical, supposedly in-world rule, that sort of does make sense. But also, that, but why? What was the actor's decision to basically become Batman? Well. He loves Batman. Correct me if I'm wrong, Ryan. Does like he's he's cosplayed as Batman and stuff like that. So he's done the voice. So he's probably was just preparing for the role. The Red Hood in one of my absolute favorite mm. favorite animation under the Red Hood. Yep. Um. Yeah. Now he's actually voicing Batman in new DC animated project, which is coming out later this year. I don't. It hasn't been titled he's, yet. He's played Batman a few times now. This yeah. would be and and um, I did enjoy his previous renditions of Batman. So that's very the good. The Long Halloween, the first yeah. two, was, yeah, absolutely. Um, played Batman in in the Long Halloween Part One and Two, which are fantastic. They came out uh, late last year. Yeah, those are very good editions. So we know Jamie's love of it and how it started. Uh, Ryan Trader Hay. Um, when did you first enjoy the five seasons of Supernatural? Uh, well, I, I enjoyed the first five seasons of Supernatural when I saw an episode of season seven 
on um TV. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, season seven. Yeah, season seven of, of Super SUPA Natural, Super Natural. It was a spin off that happened after the first five seasons. Um, the fan fiction. Oh, right. Yeah, that very expensive fan fiction that, yeah. you know, so I was, was, I was made. Just, I just remember I got home from band practice and I was flicking through on a Thursday night, flicking through um, the channels. And then I saw this uh, Supernatural uh, was just starting. And I thought, oh, yeah, I'll give this show a go. Uh, I knew Jensen Ackles from Smallville because he did play a large role in one of the later seasons of Smallville. He was the football uh, coach. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Um, and I thought, you know, I'll give it a go. And I really enjoyed that episode. So as being the completionist, as Jamie can appreciate that I did, I then went out and bought all the DVDs I can get my hands on and then went and started from season one. Correct me if I'm wrong. And I, and I am a very fuzzy memory in Smallville. Was he playing a, a high school football coach who was dating a high schooler? No, not dating a high schooler. I don't, I mean, I haven't watched Smallville in a very... Wasn't long. he dating Lana Lang at the time? I think, but she graduated. I think it was past when they Like, no, because Clark was still was on the football team. He was quarterback. That's why That's why he was coach. So. Possibly. I remember his mother was in it. She was a, a Jane Seymour, played by Jane Seymour. Dr. Yeah, because, yeah, I think that's right. I think he was the high school football coach. It was, it was definitely towards the end of the run. I think maybe season eight or nine mm-hmm. of Smallville. Um, but yeah, yeah. So I recognize him from there and I, th- he, I thought he did a really good job there. Um, little did I know he'd also been in the bold and the beautiful and lots of other shows sure, like that sure. before, before he became, um, Dean Winchester. Mm-hmm. Now, Dean Winchester, obviously you can't talk about Dean Winchester without talking about, you know, his, his brother, Sam. Now, not to be all fangirly, but if, if but if, but Jamie, if you were into being called, I guess you called Team Sam or hashtag Team Dean, where would you fall, Jamie, in these two oh, camps? It's definitely Dean. Really? Yeah. Why? I think Sam is just a little too emotional all the time. And correct me if I'm wrong, isn't he the one that always causes causes the fights between Dean and Sam at the end of every episode when they're sitting on the Impala or parked on the highway and he's like, come on, Dean, you don't understand. He always wants to leave. You're drinking demon blood. Sure, sure. I mean, I think that was, again, the Ruby arc, a fantastic arc where, you know, um, you know, Sam was played like a fiddle. Um. The other funny, the other funny thing is, like from an outwards perspective, because we were so into Supernatural, but on the occasion, my brother-in-law would walk into the room, and he'd be like, "Man, they beat up a lot of women in this show." <laughs> like from an outward perspective, because they're demons, yeah, you know. Sure. Like, like so, egg and, and, and all that. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, yeah. yeah like that was that was from the demons, the werewolves, yeah. various creatures, various all, ghosts. All, you know, all attractive women, and then you know they've got. Yeah, a, the amount of times they've shotgunned a woman to the face <laughs> with salt rocks for yeah. that she was an attractive yeah. ghost. I think it's yes. Yeah. Not a metaphor for anything. No. Um, now, Ryan, same question. Where do you fall into the camp? In- Why? Because he's hot. Well, I mean, Sam is also not un- unattractive. No, yeah, look, but no, nah, no, nah, it doesn't do anything for me. Dean right. was, I don't know, Dean always had that, aside from that, like I, I always felt for Dean because, um, you know, in, in the show, basically 
in my opinion, the Sam just the Sam gave up, and Dean was the one who stuck with his dad. He stu- he just he said this has got to be done. There's evil in the world that mm. needs to be taken care of, and Sam's like I'm going to law school. So I get it, but like Dean kept with the business. He kept with the the fight against good and evil. So that's the main reason. No, the main reason is it's it's the height thing, isn't it, Ryan? You like taller men, uh, shorter men. Sorry. Yeah, because I was gonna say I'm pretty sure Sam like towers over. Sam Dean. is like oh, six, yeah, six yeah. Four, six, five. Like six two or six three or something. No, six yeah. four or five. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And uh, the Batman thing kind of plays into it as well. So. <laughs> Obviously. So you know, basically, if you are standing near Batman, have played Batman, have any proximity to Batman, <laughs> Ryan Haig is the man for yeah. you because yeah. if you've touched the if you've touched the cowl, that's obviously enough. But, that's enough. That's enough for Ryan. But that that being said, you know, I do feel for Sam. I still love both characters. It's yeah, I do. Me too. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying Sam's bad. I'm just saying I like Dean more. They play well off each other. Yeah. Yeah. Those wonderful I, five seasons. I just um, I I just whenever Sam goes bad though, I just don't believe it. But when oh, wait, what, do you mean, what do you mean you don't believe when he goes bad? I mean, it's, just, it's not believable to me. I'm like I can't picture him doing the things that he says he's doing. You know what I mean? Like, whereas if Dean told me I just went and killed like five people, he went evil, then I'd believe him in a second because he just, it, it, you come to expect it. But Sam's just goody, goody two shoes. So you you believe that, so obviously you've obviously believed that um, Dean is obviously capable of a, of a greater yes. degree of murder. Only because he'd been doing it for so much longer too. And because he didn't give it up, he's seen more shit, so to speak. Um, than what Sam has. Not saying Sam didn't grow up in the business. Obviously, there's episodes where Sam has to deal with things that happened when he was younger. But to me, Dean was the one who stuck with it, so he's more susceptible to take a violent way out. That's interesting you mentioned when they were younger. I think one of the best episodes within the five seasons is the school episode where yes, I have never seen a greater casting than a young dean in that episode. I don't know who that I don't know who that actor was, and I'm not sure if he basically followed Jensen Ackles around for a while. But even the way he walked, the way he slid into his chair, the way they asked him, he's like, "Oh, don't worry, about it. I'm not going to be here that long." Like yeah. the, the way the, 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 yeah. everything about him just screamed like dean. Yeah. Sorry, even the Sam kid was nice. He seemed like a good. He seemed like a, a good a good yeah. young kid. Who was shorter than. <laughs> at the time but you know obviously obviously you know obviously once you went that law school once you get that you know law school you know degree candy that's when he really started to oh, you know yeah. you know shoot up in <laughs> shoot up in height what about you chris dean or sam you see i feel like i have to go sam because you've all gone dean that's just <laughs> I, feel, I, I feel like i have to basically in defense of sam no, but there will be disagreements coming shortly as yeah. we in the defense of sam <laughs> one he's a better hunter okay i'm not saying he's not i'm not saying he's not i'm not saying from a, a fighting standpoint but a hunter has to use what more than anything else his brain yeah you know, Dean is a very good hunter if he's fighting, you know, the, uh, you know, things that he can see, shoot, hit. Yeah. Well, Sam will get them out of a situation that requires more finesse, requires his brain, and requires walking up to an innocent victim to get them to tell him the information they need rather than Dean just being, hey, yeah. tell us. 
oh, you're not telling us, forget about this. There's a dead end, Sam, there's a dead end. You know? It, it, basically, if you look at all of this, the, all of the episodes, you know, Dean without Sam is dead off more often than the other way yeah. around. <laughs> I, think, I think that's failure. Uh, they, they, I mean, but isn't that the best part about them is obviously they have their strengths, yeah. they have their weaknesses. Yeah. And let's be honest, if there was a hot demon girl saying, drink this blood and you get to see me naked, I'm pretty sure that we all know the answer that we would do. Maybe not Jamie because he's a Puritan, but again, that's a separate, <laughs> that's a separate conversation. Ryan, it would obviously, he would go into a swarthy, like Groovy would go into a swarthy Latin man instead, which, you know, then obviously would probably have the same result. Let's be honest, Dean, sorry, Sam is more realistic in terms of a character because, you know, he want like, he put on the mask of a normal person. Yeah. But it was a mask, you know, much like much like the Batman styled mask. But that wasn't who he was. And it yeah. sort of plays out that, you know, whilst Dean wears his psychopath, you know, on the outside, Sam's is his Sam wears a the mask of you know a student, the mask of a hunter, and then he's a hundred percent full blown psychopath on the inside, which and then and yeah. and I can appreciate a nut job. <laughs> Because who doesn't like a crazy person? <laughs> now, speaking of crazy, <laughs> let us talk about favorite episode moments. Moments that made you episode. go like, what? Episode moments that this within the five seasons that made that made you go, this shit, what the hell? Well, straight off the bat, it's the introduction of Castiel stands out the most. Oh, one of the absolute greatest scenes. Jamie, please explain it. Because, no, well, because, because uh, look, I was having severe nightmares around this time. And I said, Coincidentally. I, yeah. I said, <laughs> I need to, you know, give Supernatural a rest for a little while. And then you come around, Chris, and you're like, you have to watch it. You have to watch it. I'm going, no, 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 no. I, I, you know, I've made a promise to myself. I got, I got to, you know, sleep better and all that stuff. And then you just, just you, you basically, how I met your mother the whole episode, you just described it in great detail to me. And, and, and it was still powerful when I, a couple of days later, went, yeah, I'm going to watch it. <laughs> but, mm. but just, just the, they don't know what's, you know, they're convinced it's pure evil. And they've and, and and just the way he walks so confidently through all the demon traps in the in the in the shed, and then you know, Dean stabs him with the the MacGuffin knife. The Mag I mean, yeah, the, the basically the death to all knife, the knife yeah. that basically kills every single thing in the yeah. universe. Which I think they is brilliant because it's it's like here's a MacGuffin and everyone's used to this MacGuffin, yeah. and then the MacGuffin breaks. <laughs> And then MacGuffin does absolute shithole. So does the gun. It's all just like, going, well, it's all pointless. Sort of like, yeah. And yeah, remember that the, the look that, like, just while we're on that moment, like when they stab him and Castiel just looks down. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. and he's just like, in, in true Castiel way, like, he's confused. Yeah. Unconfused. Like, <laughs> uncaring, unflinching, just, yeah. you know. I just want to interrupt there because that was one of my favorite yeah, moments. But at, at least, like on MacGuffins, at least with with the cult, it's like they had limited. It yeah, was limited a limited form. MacGuffin. Yeah. Unless, it was, yeah. Unless you could pistol whip people, but no. <laughs> but no, yeah, e yeah. even the way the way that the um 
angel wings on on the were just shadows. Oh, you don't yeah. you don't actually see. I, that's what I love about the angels in this is they don't walk around with fluffy little you know John Travolta wings. Yeah. You know it's. I think was Raphael had the the lightning wings. The lightning yeah. wings, yes, because he was an archangel and he was yeah. that powerful that the poor human that he inhabited was basically turned into a vegetable because of his power. Which yeah. I think I love that because it was yeah. just like, like okay, so being a host is not exactly the greatest thing in the universe. Yeah, that's why that episode with um where I think it was a bit of a filler episode, but it was Castiel asking permission from his host. Yeah, yeah that, yeah. that episode was pretty cool. I don't know if I'd call that filler. I mean, that was <clears throat> well, that was. I mean, it was. Like, it didn't carry the story forward. It more told you how Castile came to that place. Probably, we could say it's a character it's still, episode. It's so a I, strong I episode. I wouldn't say filler. I'd say character episode. There's, a, there's there's only one episode I didn't like in the first and only five seasons. <laughs> I mean, which episode is that? Uh, the one with Paris Hilton. But she, I, as I said to you the other day, she dies, so it's a win-win. I think that was clever. Um, I think that's. Actually, I don't think I give enough 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 credit to actually how clever that was, because given um, what she what she was, yeah. it made sense that she was Paris Hilton. It made complete yeah. logical sense. Like, like Succubus, wasn't she? Um, the old, like wax museum, wasn't? No, she was an old. She was an, She was basically a. Uh, from memory, she was like a pagan god, and she was like, oh, I yeah. used to worship us when we were like idol <clears> thing. And now this is what like you that. worship. It was like, like that Christmas episode. Oh, that I, I <laughs> too many. Anyway. I, I don't want to, like I want to give Ryan his shot before I just blab on <laughs> <Okay>. to Ryan. <laughs> Ryan of of the first and five only seasons of Supernatural. Um, <laughs> where do you stand on on like the moments that get you? Yeah, look, there's two that I can think of, and they're both two different emotions. Uh, the first one I want to briefly touch on is I think it was season two, episode one, where Dean is trapped. In the hospital. Yeah, oh, I was so, going to mention that too. Yeah, that was my other one. Yeah. <laughs> this is the first introduction of the Reapers. The Reapers, yeah. Um, and it, yeah, that one. It's just I know it's been done a million times in different things. You know where, where you know, but the the fear, and it wasn't just fear of him. I'm dead. It was like I can't help Sam. Yeah. Anymore. And I think that got to me on a like an emotional emotionally charged episode that was and the fact that the reveal of the girl that he was there with was ended up being the re the reaper yeah. and she's like you have to come it, it's like or you will be left here wandering the earth and you'll become what you hunt yeah exactly yeah mm. and i thought that was like that yeah. gets you that yeah. gets you that episode absolutely i i and, and the, the other episode that I, I always remember, and I apologize if it's in the spin-off, <laughs> in the fanfic, I can't remember exactly when it was, but it was the one where they were stuck in the TV shows. You know? Like they they were in like a CSI episode and then they were... All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, no, no, that was in the original show. That was within was the first five seasons. I couldn't remember because... That was with Gabriel. Gabriel, that's right, like yeah. When you Correct. find out Gabriel's an angel. Yeah, exactly. And I really enjoyed that episode more for a fact as like, it, it was just, it made me laugh. It made me laugh. And there's all these shows that I know that they're starring in and, yeah, you know, yeah. like the honeymoon is like, I'm home. And, and then the CSI. Uh, I just, the CSI, when they're uh, constantly putting on their glasses is hilarious. Like right literally, yeah, yeah, it's it's literally putting yeah. on the glasses, saying the one-liners. It's yeah. just like Horatio, like it's, 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 it's that beautiful, like, 
it just made me laugh and it made me feel good. And, you know, I finished that episode. I'm like, you know what? That was really fun. So they're the two that stick out. I mean, there's a million others, but they're the two that I will, or if I need to, and I can only watch a couple episodes, I'll go back and watch those ones. Right, right now, before I forget, Death was Death. Yeah, that's, that was, if we're talking arcs, the whole Four Horsemen arc is my favourite arc. Obviously, I mean. Just particularly Death walking yeah, down yeah. the street. Yeah, oh that yeah. guy brushes his shoulder and goes. <laughs> and the Chicago pizza, you know, he always goes to yeah. Chicago. Oh, for the deep dish pizza, yeah, yeah. that's just. Like, that, was my, that was my favorite arc, but yeah, I knew we'd be talking about it. Yeah, but, but, but yeah, we'll talk. About, we'll, we'll talk about arcs in a second. Yeah, but the way um, he sits down with Dean and he's like, "I'm, I don't care." Yeah. <laughs> yep. Exactly. It's it's yeah it's one it's honestly one of the stronger um you know really strong character yeah, love it really good casting choice too the yeah. guy you could feel that he was yeah. he was deaf. One of the th- episodes I loved, and it, it, it's it's very cliche, it's very sixth sense, but I still loved it, where the girl did not know she was the ghost, that she was haunting the road. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't that the first episode? Because it was played, obviously... Um, no, it was... Uh, it oh, was, was that the one where in the woods? In the woods, where she... Yeah, so she was, play, it was played by Trisha... The cabin or yeah, she was, yeah, she was played by Trisha... Oh, Hattie that's and right, she, but... And, and Sam and Dean knew the whole time, didn't they? They knew the whole time that she was the ghost, and but she didn't know she was the ghost. And then they they sort of they tell told her about like you know stepping through the door and going home and basically like they basically like going hey leave go like you know like <laughs> like I, like they did that so well because like you don't notice it. But then you, then when they, they replay the they replay the scene where they go does she know like I don't know no I don't I don't think she does like it's just it's just that, that it's that amazing yeah. um it's a, it's it's a, it's amazing but. Jamie's touched on it, and I, I, know, I do want to talk about it. It's not my favorite thing, but it's just really funny with um, the two happy gods who are cannibalistic in Christmas time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it is just, it is just so funny that they're like going, "Oh, what did we? Was like, what did we do, dear? We assimilated, darling. That's what we did. <laughs> we assimilated. Well, we used to eat, you know, like scores of people, but we get maybe one or two now per year, and you, know, you gotta have a good ritual. Oh, gotta get. Um, we're we're sticklers for rituals. It, it's just, it is just. I was like, it's like, it's just so funny. It's, it's just, you know, it's, but it's also sad for me. It's sad because these are two powerful beings that you know once ruled the world. Now. This is what they are. This is what they are. They're basically classified as monsters, where they were once, you know, in their minds, gods. It's just, um, but it's again, it's. I, I love that. I love that kind of wholesome setup where it's, you know, you know, wholesome, and they're pulling out their teeth. It's just, you know, it's just, you know, but a scene that I thought one of the things that sort of, I, I, it's really funny because I'll talk about it. Jamie will know. And it's the hand at the window oh. <laughs> with with the stringer. And then like when then obviously the head leaves the burnt mark, and then you know that was honestly one like because you see the tree branch, and then you see the yeah. branch start moving, and it, it's such cliche horror, but yeah. good god, was it done well? And then it was yeah. that was just like you look at the branch and go, Oh, that's gonna be fingers, isn't it? Oh, it is, oh, it's fingers, yeah. it's fingers, yeah, it is. <laughs> Yeah, and it it's is. Good you know, like it's just it was so well well done. Yeah, it's, again, it's that that's just horrifically terrifying. Now, 
let's talk about one of the more iconic things about this show and one of the things that they sort of changed their lore a little bit and I won't give them the two plus because when you do five solid seasons and that's all you do you can sort of play with the lore <laughs> a little bit and that obviously is the demons and their smoke mm-hmm. um I think I was watching one of the documentaries all like on the DVD. They sort of did the smoke initially because obviously they wanted the demon on the plane, so that was the easiest way to do it. And it sort of became sort of its life of its own. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your favorite demon? Ryan, favorite demon of all time? Um, wow, that's a big call. Um, there are a lot of good ones, but what's your would favorite? You consider, would you consider Crowley a demon? He's a, he's a crossroads demon, so absolutely. 100%. He's, he's my favorite character in the whole show, 100%. Now, care to, to, care to sort of show you're working on evidence on why Crowley is considered your favorite? I just, I think, one, it was perfect casting. Um, I just, I was, I, I, not a lot of people know, but I was a fan, I've been a fan of his for a while. He had a little bit of a run in the early X-Files seasons. Um, he was a pyromaniac in, in a few episodes there. So that's where I first discovered the actor. Um, I don't know, it's just, uh, this is not a word, but just the the arrogant, the arrogance and the smart assery that he has, and and he's oh well, like yeah, yeah. I'm and what as the season's gone, yeah, I run hell. Okay, so what can I do for you? You know, he goes from a crossroads demon to then, you know, the I love I and I don't know if this is in the, the if it's fan fiction or not, but the whole purgatory, the battle for purgatory. Um, I do believe that was the fan fiction. Yep, fan fiction. Yeah. So the battle of purgatory because you had. Um, you know, the angels and the demons trying to, they wanted more room. Essentially, they were trying to fight over an apartment complex because they so, both needed more room. And Crowley was just like, just the way that he he was using his business acumen to kind of try and negotiate as well. And the dude scared the crap out of me sometimes. But then he also made me laugh. And um, I just... I, I do remember him being quite a hilarious character. Oh. I, can't, I, I can't remember the episode, the scene it was, um, where there was the, the bankers standing around and then like he comes in and they, they, they go like oh you know like i was doing a deal with a girl and he goes oh for the deal this size it, it, you know it goes up the chain so you know you gotta seal the deal and then they're like, going oh and he goes well yeah i can save your shitty bank or you can you know <laughs> like and that, that was that was just yeah no I, I do get what you mean by that like charm but then yeah. also that 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 you know danger <laughs> as you call it I mean, it's a guy who could be arrogant, make you laugh, but then could also snap his fingers and wipe out pretty much everyone well, you've he's ever he's a, he's, a, he's a crossroads deal demon, yeah. dealing demon. So, yeah, and so I'm going to say yes, he's my favorite demon because he's also my favorite character. Now, Jamie, same question to you: favorite demon? Well, this may be a bias because I love the actor so much. Um, he's only been—I think it was only in one or two episodes. Alastair. Which version of Alistair, which actor are we talking about? We're we talking about the one that was in Stargate Atlantis? Yep. Ah. Alistair, um, you know, I believe it was an episode where, was he torturing Dean? So Dean was torturing him? Yes. But then correct. Alistair was basically... the Basically... Uh, playing he's, them, yeah. He's the one that trained Dean to torture people in hell. Oh, correct. Okay. But for those playing at home, when Dean was in hell... He was on, they described it as being on the rack, being tortured. And the only way you get off is if you become the torturer. The torturer. Yeah. And, you know, and Sam and their father withstood the, the deal for so long. Yeah. Um, but then obviously, Dean obviously wasn't strong enough and could, could only last, I think, didn't they say, like, did they say 40 years or something? But there was a period that he could, like, 
he could only go. Or just, maybe it was a hundred. I can't remember how long it was, but there, there was there was basically a thing where they he could only go so long, and eventually just had to like give up and then sort of start racking up people. That was one of those. Yeah. You know, it was, you know, it was actually like you know. That was a really cool version of hell. Um, before Crowley came along and said, "Nope, now it's like a business." <laughs> I don't recall that, but it must be, that must obviously have been in the fan fiction. fiction. Yeah. Yeah, fiction. yeah, 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 yeah. But I think that's I think that's great uh i think from a story arc i think it's actually a really important story arc because you know you see these guys they withstand torture withstand everything but everyone breaks everyone has a limit and you know and it's one of those things where obviously dean's comparing himself to his dad because his dad didn't break yeah but you because the, they opened the gate which means your dad could escape so yeah. you, you don't know how long that, like, again, the next day the dad could have broken. You don't know that. Like, it's literally like, yeah, the dad could have been yeah, like, like, tomorrow it's going to be the day I'm going to yeah. just join the dark side. And, yeah. uh, it literally it could have been like one minute okay. away. It could have been literally one minute away. Then he goes, yeah. oh, fine, I'm free. You don't, but again, but, but Dean's holding himself up to this unrealistic standard of who, you know, in his mind, who his father is. And, you know, and, and everyone does that. So that's why, that's why I think it's a little bit tragic that yeah. he's like, you know, that that's his one sort of hang up. And, and let's not forget that. The character that Jamie's talking about, the actor, I can't remember his name now. He plays very Christopher. Christopher, yeah. He's very wise characters. And this one he's all like, oh, you celestials, you like cockroaches. And and, and obviously it's good to see an actor do something a little bit different and sort of like, you know, get to explore their range a little bit more. And so that's a very strong choice of demon. Greatest choice of demon being obviously Lilith. Let's not forget Lilith. Lilith being the strong. She was she was fantastic. I I love Lilith. Uh, maybe it's just a soft spot for Lilith, I guess. Yeah. Um, the, she was she, she wasn't in it for very long, but she's obviously she was pinnacle and she was sort of yeah. you know key to it all. Ooh, um, oh no, right? I know. <laughs> key. But I just you know I love the I love the concept. I love the I love the character. I love how they I love how they um I love how they did that. I love how that you know they offered them a deal and you know. And that's when they realized that um, what was it? What was the episode? They realized that Chuck was that Chuck the prophet was protected by like this giant arch- archangel. So to fight Lilith, they just threw him into the room. Yeah, <laughs> and then shut the door. Yeah. <laughs> and then the whole entire room starts shaking. And it's yeah. like going, "Yeah, there's an archangel coming. So you, you can stay, or you can yeah. <laughs> or you can run." <laughs> that was just he's like, "I am the prophet Chuck." <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> He was a great character, too. Oh, I love Chuck. He was God. We all, we all, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, that was... I always thought he was God. Well, actually, no, I didn't. That was it, that last episode of the final episode of you know, of all Supernatural. It, sort of, he, it was implied that he was God. I would imagine yeah. you, you saw the same thing. You, you took the same... That was your takeaway as well, Jamie, that he was God. Yeah, yeah. No, well, that, that, that's what I thought. Um, Ryan? I haven't finished it yet, so... Season five. Oh, season five. You know, the very last episode where it wraps up and he's doing this nice monologue and they talk about the car and, you know, it, it has this nice little bow tied on the end of it. A beautiful oh, bow tied. Episode of the fan fiction series. No, we're not, we're not talking about the fan no, 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 fiction no. series. But yes, okay. Yes, I'll agree. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, favourite arc. <sighs> now, I don't want you to, again, it is very easy to say the four horsemen and the, yeah. the apocalypse. No, that is off the table. Okay. Jamie, favorite arc non four horsemen okay. apocalypse. To be honest, and I think this was a very again, only because it was so 
such a long play. Mm-hmm. It was finding out the trickster was uh, Gabriel. Mm-hmm. Because he was right in front of you the whole time. You knew, like, obviously, Eric Kripke knew that he was an archangel when he introduced the trick trickster. Yep. Um, and then, so it was like, I, I appreciate a long play. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, you did not expect him to be an angel. No, that, I think that's the last thing you'd expected of him. Yeah, like, like, so I really, I, I really, I know it's an obscure one, but that's that's the one that stands out in my mind at the moment. It is a very obscure one. Yeah. So what what did you think of the trickster episodes? Because they were sort of weird and they're all over. They, the they place. were weird and 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 just you know kind of left field. But look, I I enjoyed them. I enjoyed them. Like, um, um, was that the 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 play on Loki as well, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, he was Loki. Yeah. Like he was. Okay, you know, cool. I was just making yeah. sure. Yeah. And then, like you know, he like he it was, it was at university. You know, it was like killing people weirdly on like and hilarious. Yeah, yeah. My, and he and like, the alien abduction thing with the probe and like like he was doing like weird crap. Uh, and the, I like the 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 murdering big teddy bear. That was pretty cool. Oh, <laughs> that oh, yeah. Let us not forget when he killed himself. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. the camera pans away and you see yeah. the fluff just like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that was um, I forgot about the teddy bear that has porn and then watches porn and drinks like, yeah. I think, like oh that that it's basically that, the premise for that movie with Mark Wahlberg for Ted so that's pretty a, much yeah. but it was it then like then the alien slow dance with um yeah. with yeah. <laughs> It's weird, like, oh, tell me about that. You know, they, they, they like, and they do these stories where that you, where the, the person recaps the horrible event. It's always serious, and then there's like this alien slow dance. It's like, what? Yeah. Slow wait, slow dances? Like, what? Yeah. I didn't mind um the Bella arc as well. I think it was Bella. Oh yeah, the the um the English girl, the... yeah, Lauren Lauren. Oh, Cullen, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The the thief, the professional stealer, yeah. Uh, yeah. one of the hottest oh, women alive. Oh. Um. She, she was the one that stole the cult from them, wasn't she? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She stole many things, but she also, in her defense, she also got them a few things when necessary. So let's not yeah. let's not think she's just an opportunist. Like not yeah. good, not bad. Just you know, and made a bad deal. She made a bad deal. Absolutely. Look, we you know, I loved, um, I loved, I loved how they did the hellhounds. He couldn't see him. Oh, that was so good. I, I know it's like, hey, budgetary, <laughs> but um, it worked. But. I don't think it would have worked. I don't like even if they had the money, I wouldn't want to spend them on the Hellhounds because that was perfect how it was done. Like, yeah, yeah, definitely. you hear them, you can feel that, like, you felt them in the room, even though, like, you well, literally could feel them in the room. Well, I think of it right now, that random episode, um, that was that the I think when they introduced Crossroad Demons, that that jazz player, the blues player. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, the yep. old school, that was very cool. Um, I think that's actually connected to the Bella yeah. arc. I think it was, yeah. Ryan, favorite arc non horseman apocalypse. Okay, well, seeing as you took that arc off the table, I am gonna <laughs> have to go to the fan fiction as much as you hate it as much, as, but it, it's sentimental for me because um, uh, my 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 favorite arc aside from the horseman one is the arc which is in season six for season one of the fan fiction about the alphas, <laughs> about the alphas. So basically, they're they're, someone's rounding up, they're looking for the first of each kind. So the first vampire, the first werewolf, the first, and and just every, that was where the grand, where um, Sam and Dean's grandparents, grandfather was introduced as well. Or okay. not introduced, but like continued on. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were working together with him to do that. So the fact, I'm always, I love when they have like the alphas, 
you know, like the first of your I kind. Think, correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't it the failed spin-off series? Are going to actually do an actual spin-off series? I did not know. No, no. They, they did a spin-off series, or they were planning to do it about monsters. Yeah. But then they changed the law so much that the monsters' powers became sort of like they could just turn whenever they yeah. wanted to, and they could. Just, it was really just stupid. Basically, at the time. Um, you know, Vampire Diaries and Originals was really popular, so they were going, let's just cash in on that. It's like, shut up. You don't I have the, you don't have they... the attractive cast to cash in on what they've got. I think they just... you don't have Bonnie, you don't have <laughs> Cat Graham, so you've got nothing. Yeah. I think they just threw a random episode together to can't try and introduce it, and then no one, everyone went, eh. <laughs> and then they didn't do it. It happens, like it, it like that's that's that, that that's happening. So okay, Ryan, so. Fan fiction, we know your favorite fan fiction is. What is your favorite canon, uh, canonical, like canonical <laughs> episode of, like, of, of, of arcs not including uh, Apocalypse? I know this is this is probably going to sound lame, but uh, the entire first season where they're trying to find the dad. Oh, that, that's, I mean, that's not lame. That's a very strong arc. That's a very beautiful arc. You know, where they get like the, the episodes that really got me were the, where they were so close. Mm. Like, he yeah. was literally there. And they just missed him. The house episode where they yeah. go back home. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. That like just literally there. Like it's yeah. And, that... and obviously that leads into one of my favorite episodes, which is the you know, when they're finally all back together and then at the end of season one, they get smashed by oh. the controlled <laughs> by a demon. And then that leads into my favorite one of my favorite episodes, which yeah. is the hospital scene. The hospital scene. So yeah, the, look, that's no, yeah, to be I, honest, I, that's there's a lot of strong arcs, but to me, family. And Diesel, that's but, what the show is about. Yeah, yeah. That was that. That was my and that was a like Jamie said, the long game. You know, you, you they could have easily have given him, you know, given um given them the dad back like episode eight, but they're like, no, we're gonna we're gonna go with this. You know what I mean? This is an old school show where we do twenty two episodes a season, yeah. <laughs> except for the writer strike up season when there was thirteen in season yeah. three, I think it was. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Which is still more than what we get nowadays for most shows, anyway. Still, I, I, hey, think, hey. I, think, yeah. I think that was the season with the creepy dolls, the creepy twins or dolls or something. I well, not to correct you guys because you know I I value everyone's opinion on this uh, podcast, okay. but you're all wrong and stupid. So we'll continue. So that's fine. That's well, probably one I just haven't thought of. <laughs> I mean, the fact that you haven't um, mentioned the greatest arc of all time, the arc that is the the cherry on the cake, the perfect icing on you know the part like on on the thing, the 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 the, the final firework on New Year's Eve, that first okay. snowflake that falls from the sky, then you see a pattern and you hope for a new day. <laughs> Dean and Lisa, let's oh just yeah. the fact that you have not mentioned the greatest love story ever told. Oh, the black eyed children is is just is just the you know. Is wrong of you. It's it's one of the strongest. Well, story to be honest, arts. I haven't watched Supernatural in probably like five years. I haven't watched it in a long time, and I said I'm still yeah. going by rote from these memories because yeah. they're, they're <laughs> seared into my brain. That was one relationship you were pulling for. Oh, <laughs> hard pulling for it hard. I've never wanted to hunt down a reviewer more than when someone was saying like they felt that was forced. I was going, I need to find this reviewer and punch him. Like I don't, I, I, I'll I don't show say, you I, forced. Like I like I don't like I don't normally care, but I was like you shut you shut your whole mouth and I will punch you because that was that was beautiful. And it ended perfectly with them being happy together. That was like again it was the he saw the he, you know you met the girl he oh. when she told him it wasn't his kid the disappointment in his eyes mm. the like that like 
you know, you, you think of a man like Dean to be like, oh, dodge the bullet there. No. There was utter disappointment in his There was sadness in his eyes. But on, on that point, Chris, do you think, and as it's been a while since I watched the first five seasons, but do you think that she did that just so Dean could be free? Or do you think she lied to him? Because that was one of the biggest things in my mind. I mm. thought, I always thought that Ben was his son, regardless of what she said. That that I'm honestly, I can go. I'm happy. I can go either way on that because it does make sense. Oh, that's a good pull. I've never. But that's she knows Dean. Like as she's seen him over those seasons, she's spent that time with him. She knows that he's got. Like I, I, I feel like he's meant for so much more and he plays a pivotal part in good versus evil absolutely as he did if he says if she tells him that ben is not his son he won't feel as tied down because she can see that he loves ben but obviously not as much as we see that how much dean loved him Mm. but she, she just let him off the hook so to speak so because she knew he's meant for so much more and she just didn't want to do that to ben that was that is one of one of my again episode that get that gets me every single time um and that that that's you know beautiful episode and another episode that's on a similar vein which is the gin episode where where Dean experiences uh, normal life yeah. with a yeah. surprisingly suspiciously looking the same kind of looking girl so it's obviously the again Dean has a type you know <laughs> uh which is fine but it's it's really it's funny that you know we, we you know I, I try to defend Sam, but really he's he's in the defensible. We all we all you know you know there is Dean being loyal to the family. There is Dean like gritting his teeth, fighting you know to quote a great song with every punch he takes, with every bone he breaks, <laughs> and there is what he's dreaming of: being a mechanic. Yep. Dating a nurse, just you know, standard, you know, boring, you know, sub- like like you know, everyone dreams about you know they're in the office they dream about you know the exciting you know what 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 happens if the aliens invade they could become a hero or whatever. He's going, what if I dated a nurse and was a mechanic, and yeah. you know, drunk some beers on the weekend and like, yeah. <laughs> and his his fantasy is just different because of who you know, Sam ran away, Sam left. And he got to live that, but obviously, and obviously he squandered that. But that's a separate. That's a separate point. But yeah, that's look. I think, and that's what what you're saying. Like Sam is all like, "Oh, you live for this. This is this want to be a hunter, to be on this level." And 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 look, you're right with that gin episode. That's not what he wanted. That's at all. not what he wants at all. He was more like Sam than he wanted to admit. Yeah. But yep. he just felt that he had to keep it inside because he was the big brother. And when when the dad when um when their dad was taken, he had to assume that role. He had to assume the mantle of hunter. Yeah. Like and he said, he had to realize this is my life until the day that I die. I mean, that's the thing. That's the sad thing about hunters, and you know, that's that's the sad thing about, I guess, the creation of a hunter. You don't choose the life. And often yeah. it's literally forced upon you because of something. Yeah. yeah. And that's, you don't that's sort of wake up one day and goes, I'm gonna be a hunter. That's just you know, 
We could all say, oh, yeah, we'd do it, we'd do it, but... Well, I think there's an episode of where someone wants to be a hunter. <laughs> Let, like, are we talking about one of the greatest crime-fighting teams, Ghost Faces? <laughs> Ghost Faces. Ghost fa- no, Ghost. I was actually... Faces! I was actually more leaning, I think her name's Joe. Ah, yes, that's also a great episode. That was a great episode where they didn't defeat they didn't defeat the uh, ghost per se. They just kind of locked it in its room. (laughs) Yeah, they locked it. They couldn't defeat it, so they locked it in. Like, yeah. And and please correct me if it's not if it's fan fiction or not. The the episode with the Egyptian god where Jean was put on trial. Uh, fanfic. Okay, cool. We won't talk about that. No, again. no, no. Look, right, look, look. That was good. That was literally... Tell, that... tell me about this fan fiction episode. They brought back... So basically, um, I can't remember the name of the god, but it was an Egyptian god, and Dean was put on trial for his crimes because a whole bunch of people were dying in this area, and they went to investigate, and basically this Egyptian god put Dean on trial, and he brought back Joe. He brought back the people that had died on their watch to testify against or for Dean. And Sam represented him um, in this weird zane. But that was the, the moment that they brought Joe back uh, from her death. And she told him that she doesn't blame him. That she, the, her, the, the reason she died, it was, it was her, it was what was meant to be happened. Yeah. And, and one moment. The roadhouse incident. And that was what they needed. It sort of gave him a new purpose because he was sort of slowly going down into a bit of a depression where he was just yeah. didn't care. He was drinking. He was being like really, really reckless. And uh, because it was a season after Joe and I can't remember the older lady, what her name was, but you know, the, the hunter oh, yeah, 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 yeah. family yeah. Um, where they both, they both died in that explosion. And, oh, yes. Um, yeah, it was a season after that, and Dean, and just hearing her say that to Dean, and Dean just, even though he was still on trial and found guilty, he he just had that sense of relief and gave us to keep going. Yeah, I think I think that's important that you know you have to hear that, particularly you know when they're, um, oh yeah, you know, that's that's the thing, you know, you can save as many people as you can, people are still going to die, people, yeah. you know, and that's and that's you know that's. That's just the reality of what they, you know. It is. Uh, what they don't with. get a case until someone's dead. Um, yeah, and yeah, let's not forget. You don't get like, you don't get signs of a monster like sniffing around. It generally either kills someone, someone's gone missing, or there's a bunch of dead children. It's the the signs are just you know. And that's that. That's why I love that that episode when they when they go to heaven and they find out they've died so many times, <laughs> meaning the hunter life is so dangerous. Not anyone can just do it. And the fact that they're still going is because they've gone, yeah, back you go. Yeah, it reset them go. a few times because, you know, that's... Like unli- unlimited lives. <laughs> like Jamie likes to play in these video games. He likes to play cheats. Uh, I remember no. watching him play <clears throat> Jedi Fallen Order. And I noticed he wasn't taking full damage just because he turned it to, to easy because he couldn't do the jumps. No. But the jumps were very no. hard. No. I couldn't do the jumps very well because no. they were so Chris, hard. We, we resolved I went this. to Dathomir first, my first mission, and got slaughtered. <laughs> Chris, suddenly are you being German? No, I've told you this. When I love a game, I play it on every single difficulty. I started on the easiest and I work my way all the way through and I finish it on every single difficulty. That's what I do. I'm not a one-time... This I'm is not the video game podcast. No, I'm just justifying. <laughs> if, if he's going to, you know, 
Say things about me that aren't true. Oh, hello. My name is Jamie. I'm, I'm, I like to play some awesome difficulties. Yeah, I do. Why is Jamie Swedish? <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea he why. Started hard That's like his name. He started hard German and then went a little bit fun. Would have been fun. Exactly. I, I, that's the thing. Like, I'm a happy German. I can't do like when you do serious German, you basically just sound like a Nazi. So you can't do that for too long. And so then you just got to throw it into the, basically the Swedish territories. <laughs> so you got you got to move move over the country a little bit. And... Yeah. Just well, like... I, would, I would kind of like to turn the tables with a question of my own, if that's okay. Oh, okay. go beautiful. So uh, it's something I was thinking of when we were talking about characters and stuff. Um, I, I'm I'll leave with mine, but I was thinking of what is your favorite duo of characters obviously sam and dean is there but um for me it was rufus and bobby um mm. you know do you remember Ruf- rufus was in I the main rufus yeah love rufus the vampire hunter yeah, well, yeah. That, him and bobby like there was an episode where they would they would team up when bobby would go out and and it was just banter back and forth back and forth like good comic relief and um i would have liked to have seen more of that um, they did expand in the fan fiction a little bit, but um, yeah. What? What is? What? I'll start with Jamie. What? What would be your two favorite combinations? Well, I, I, I honestly can't think of any other other than Ghost Faces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that were pretty. I cool. love Ghost Faces. You just had to bring. Uh, <laughs> and what I love about the whole series is is they they held off on things for a long time. They held off on vampires for for a whole mm-hmm. season. They held off on werewolves. They held off on all the cliche stuff, and then like. Yeah. Suddenly, in come the ghost faces. You, you know they're in the world. Ghost yeah. faces. And just that arc where where they ba- they go to a house and basically willed yeah. a monster yeah, yeah, into yeah. creation. Like, yeah. this house is haunted. We all believe it suddenly. Poof, it is. And that's why it is, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was, yeah, I, I will agree with it. I'm glad you picked something up. Like, I kind of wanted to get answers that are not just Sam and Dean. Yeah. You know what I mean? Supporting, let's say supporting characters. So, but one of my favorite ghost faces or arcs mm-hmm. is where Sam and Dean uh, don't have their memories, so they're doing that office job, and he, and he's tech support. He's like a fancy businessman, yeah. And they're watching videos to find out how to kill a ghost, yeah. And it's the ghost faces, and the ghost faces keep saying, like those idiots Sam and Dean keep saying, yeah, it's very important that you find that they put this this thing, and basically just quoting what Dan Sam and Dean taught them, yeah. going. <sighs> It's very important, <laughs> as Sam and Dean said, to do that. I was like, going yeah. like, I was like, that that was just classic because it was just like, just think about that. They've basically made hunters, like they've basically yeah. created these, <laughs> created these ghost hunters with, yeah. but they've, they've also, you know, they've armed them with the knowledge required to live. And let's not forget two characters that I think they've only been on for a few times. It, but it was a future episode where they went in the future where it was Castiel and Chuck. Mm-hmm. And, and when you know it was in they're living that future and chuck gave some advice that was that we've seen in australia where we, you know in an apocalypse you hoard toilet paper you hoard it <laughs> yeah. you hoard it like like yeah. he said that he said that back then in what 2011 he was like let me let me, let me give some advice in the future you hoard toilet paper you hoard it Do <laughs> every you think- australian watched that episode and went uh, yes that's how it all started that's how it started someone watched it yep. told their friend who told their friend and then we have no toilet paper no well because i think the toilet paper hoarding started in the uk first or china first or something like yeah, that. yeah well someone watched supernatural and went yes yeah. chuck is right yeah i mean yeah. they ain't wrong <laughs> they ain't wrong but now, now 
we all love the show. We all love the genre. Now I'm, I'm going to get difficult on the questions with you okay. all. I'm going to go with Ryan first because I know Jamie needs time to think with his with his <laughs> brain who who doesn't like to play the games on the hard mode the first time through. He likes to play it on the easy ones. Ryan. Yes. You are a human in the world of supernatural. How do you become a hunter? What is your hunter backstory? Um, I'm going to go, oh, but that's easy. I, I was going to go the, the, you know, uh, I, I saw my loved one get murdered, and but then that's just too easy. Um, that's still a good one. No, 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 no. It's got to be, it's got to be. I think I'm going to go that, you know, I was a loner as a kid. I was a bit of a nerd, so pretty much real life. Mm-hmm. I didn't have many friends. Um, I was just, you know, just I went to a, a some sort of supernatural convention. They walked past walked past a couple of famous guys, and then I saw something that night when I was out. I I you know couldn't put it down to having too many drinks because I didn't drink, and um, I saw something, and I saw some hunters in it. Doesn't have to be Sam and Dean that like were in action. The ghost faces. And, yeah, all the ghost faces. Yeah, <laughs> and I I actually was able to assist them. And nice. uh, and then sort of got uh, I my eyes were open to that lifestyle and these guys were nice enough to take me in and say look you really helped us out um, do you want to and I had nothing I had no ties I had no family I had no mm. friends so I joined the I joined up and yeah interestingly the the learner who then starts walking the hunter's road so to speak excellent Jamie yeah. all right your hunter's backstory. My hunter's backstory. Um, I'm gonna do a a you know. There's this guy that used to walk around where I live, and his name was Bernie, right? And he just had this mystery vibe. Yep. So, and he walked anywhere, and you pull over and you go, "Hey, do you want to lift?" And he'd be like, "No, I'm walking." So I'm gonna step into the shoes of Bernie. I'm gonna be the guy who walks around, and I stumble across a journal. Oh. Not like not like. Okay. Yes, like John Winchester's, <laughs> but not John Winchester's because we're on another continent. Um, it's Barry, Barry, Barry Johnson. <laughs> Barry Johnson. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I'm intrigued, and I just go down the rabbit hole, and that's, you know, yeah, that's my story. That's a good one. So basically, you've found a journal. There's something inside the journal that inspired that, you know, you started reading just, through the mysteries of it all. I love a good mystery. That makes sense. I like that. That's a good one. I think mine would be a very, very basic backstory. Your emperor of the world? Well, apart from that, no, I, I wasn't going to go with emperor of the world for this one, Jamie. I'm obviously Crossroads a 19th century British aristocrat who goes hunting in Africa, whose family is then slaughtered by werewolves, and then I spend my entire, devote my entire life hunting the beasts back in Britain. Obviously. Come on, let's let's not forget, you know, there doesn't have to be you know, <laughs> let's not forget the era is important as well. Who doesn't yeah. want to see a crazy British person running around England with a shotgun hunting people? Werewolves, per se. Yeah. <laughs> on werewolves, that was a brutal episode where she was a werewolf and yes. that was sad and it was horrible and they thought they found the cure. Oh my goodness. That was that yeah. was a horrible episode. I don't know. Like, I, I wasn't a fan of that episode. What do you guys think? 
well, it was different. Was that the found footage one? No, like um, she was a she got bitten. She was became a werewolf. Um, and then and then, and then and she fell in love with Sam, and they you know they did they 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 did they uh they did the the dance, and they thought they'd cure her by killing um what the person that turned her, and then apparently there is no cure, and then so she asked Sam to basically end her life, and it was just oh that's not. Different. I mean that's a that's a that's that's got a that's got a that's got to hurt because oh, it hurts. the amount of things that they've killed that are trying to fight to stay alive. Yeah, and have this person who he's had relations with and, and developed a a, uh, a connection with, and she's realised that she's going to be this creature who is yep. going to murder people without her control, and for her to say, "Look, I'm going to do the selfless thing, just kill me, because I don't want to hurt anyone." I mean that, and for, for yeah, that would to me would be the hardest kill. Oh. I would ever have to. Let's not forget that was. I think that was the first girl since Jessica. Let's not forget that that was. Yeah. That's not. That's not. That's not. That's not insignificant. Yeah. No, no, I get it. Now, there was a. Do you guys remember the car episode, the ghost car? Yeah. I only remember it because Chuck said it was a terrible episode. So I actually don't actually remember the episode. <laughs> so did you did you know that's actually based on a, a, a an urban legend? Oh, really. Like, Huh? Yeah, well, my, most from memory, most of the episodes, or at least the early episodes, they were all based on something real. Correct. Yeah, like the the, the lady in white and yep. all that. Yeah, that, that. yeah, she's a uh, Spanish or Mexican. Uh, no, well, there's, or... there's actually one on every continent, apparently. Yeah, they just have different yeah. names. There's oh, even cool. an Australian version. Yeah, Shazza from down the road. Shazza. No, you got Karen, to the way home from the yeah. pub. She never made it to never made it to happy hour. Yeah. So. No, 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 no. Here's the thing. No. no. She finally got her, she finally got her COVID payment of, and she was on her way to cash it in at the pokies, but then she never made it to the pokies. So every time you go and into the pokies, and, and she she always waits in the middle of the road near the pub, and when you wind down the window, she goes, "You got a ciggy." <laughs> and and if you're driving past, the radio crackles and it plays that Whitlam song, "Blow Up the Pokies." No, 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 no. it's Australia. Like it plays ACDC. Yeah. Thunderstruck. <laughs> no, no, we can't besmirch ACDC because Supernatural use a lot of ACDC. No. Um, maybe something like Kaysan or something. like. No, the Whitlam's is Australian. Uh, yeah, of course they are, yeah. No, that's why I went for it. Yeah, but um, yeah, yeah so, but what were we talking about again? The, 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 the car episode. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, the that's car episode. I literally yeah. don't remember yeah. that episode. I literally, like, I can't remember I think, anything I, about it. From memory, I think I think they just had to get it to drive to a certain location. Yeah. Wow, so it really was bad writing. Like, it really was. No, wow, look, okay. look, I don't remember it. I remember thinking it was cool because it was a haunted car and it was like, oh, something different. Yep. Yeah. So speaking of bad episodes, now I know that there's this whole entire fan fiction series where there's like seven seasons of bad episodes. So I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to talk about that because, you know, there's seven seasons of bad episodes. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, but let's talk about within the first, I mean, not every episode is a gem. What are what are your, your minds? Your some of the worst episodes you can possibly imagine, Ryan. Um, what's an episode you would skip? Basically, right now you you know if you're watching a if you're doing uh, a marathon, I'm a completionist. Oh, like, you fool! Anything? You fool. Why do you think I'm watching the the whole thing? Because I can't skip. Even if I know the episode is going to be bad, okay, I can't. Okay. What's an episode that you know is going to be bad? So you've got your phone near you. I wasn't a fan of, and I, again preference this with i don't know if it's fan fiction or not 
Um, the episode when they came to like real life and Eric yeah. was in it and like um the, the 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 new Ruby was it new new Ruby who ended up being Jen, Jared Padden, like his wife and that's right he married her didn't he yeah yeah he did oh yes he did he did yeah so it's just yeah that one I just like it was awesome seeing Eric Kripke literally get eviscerated but like as because it's like a thing you don't see but yeah. I just didn't really like that I felt that episode was unnecessary okay okay. I do believe that was fan fiction, but again, it, it makes was. sense that it's terrible because yeah, why? Yeah, because fan fiction is terrible. Um, was... <laughs> There's some good stuff in there. Like I'm being generous. Occasionally. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a, that's the thing about fan fiction. Sometimes fans will write really good ideas, but then they'll, but for the for the most part, they'll write terrible ones. I'm gonna say that I I'm enjoying it. There's arcs in there that I enjoy. There's bits that I'm thinking, okay, look, it's gone a bit too far, but. I mean, it's characters that I never would have been introduced to. Like, you may not know, but there's a character called Kevin Tran, who's a prophet of the word. He's amazing. I love that guy. Um, and his mum as well. Like, his mum literally stands up to Crowley. And I mean, is she, she hot? Without, without, no, no. Okay. Preferences without being racist, but she's a strong Asian mother. Is she and hot? She, no, she's, she's, she's hit that year, Chris, where she ages 30. Ah, so she's past the. She yeah, so she's Asian old. youth barrier. No, she literally knows who Crowley is and stands up and says, You will not take my son. And Crowley's like, I will. And she's like, I will fight you to the death. And, and like there's some, I will defend it because, but in saying that, I am glad that I watched seasons one to five, took a two-year break, and then started watching the other stuff because I had chance to keep it separate. Mm-hmm. I but mean, yeah. you, I mean, you raised a very important point there. I mean, uh, True supernatural fans have only watched seasons one to five, such as myself and Jamie. You've done the same, correct? You've only watched one to five, right? You've only, you've only watched one to five. You've, you've not. You're, you're a true correct fan. Correct me if I'm not. wrong, Chris, but you've watched seasons one to five plus the very first fan fiction episode. I watched seasons one to five. You, that you made me sit down and watch with you. And yet you didn't learn from my mistake and you watched seven seasons more. So Curiosity killed the cat. No, I watched I'm I'm I gonna watched... I'm gonna finish fifth season. I'm gonna give I'm gonna finish it because I'm I just take a break and I watch a couple of I might watch a season or two a year and I'm gonna finish it because I mean it's it's enough to keep me intrigued. Jamie, what is your worst episode? see I honestly I can I can only think of lackluster. Ones, like, yeah, what's a lackluster like, episode? Well, one that stands out. I mean, it was a cool idea, but I was like, eh, no, uh, like the one where the um rednecks were hunting them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah, like, yeah. you know, where you think it's a monster and it's not a monster. It was still strong, and I love that sheriff character. Oh. Yeah, they weren't, they weren't actually, they weren't actually monsters. It was like just a redneck, which is a yeah. cool idea. But the version of that I prefer the most is the one where a family moves into a house and they think it's oh, the ho- and the girl's not actually a ghost. The, the no, one. there's two kids living in the walls. Yeah, then and they're not actually ghosts. They're just like yeah. kids living in the walls. Yeah, that, yeah. I preferred that over the redneck hunters because I don't know, just you know. For me, it was the scarecrow episode. Oh yeah, that was just boring as sh- I just don't know why. Like I just. Well, probably they probably just want they probably had a monster checklist. <laughs> I mean, again, that that one very much was like that monster of the week kind of episode. Yeah, refresh my memory on that one, Chris. It, there's like a harvest thing, and then there's like a scarecrow. Oh, yeah, and... yeah, 
yeah, yeah, the sacrifice and stuff. Yeah, it's just basically like they, they send the two with the they send the two people in there to get killed yeah. the magical scarecrow, blah blah blah. And again, to me, that just basically looks like you know we got a monster of the week. We got to yeah. do maybe we got to make twenty two episodes. So let's just fucking let's just fucking make twenty two episodes. Yeah. There's no boy in the lake drowning people. That's oh, that know, was it. creepy as all. <laughs> like if we're talking about episodes, there's no boy in the lake drowning people. Yeah. The d- drowning in the kitchen sink. I'm just drowning like... in the kitchen sink. <laughs> I mean, anytime I I cringe when I see those things, and specifically when I was watching the episode where like the, the guy was working on the house, and there's the shredder, and you know his hands oh. going in it. And yeah. you just you're telling him, don't, yeah, don't, you yeah. fool. And they don't, they, they don't listen. They don't listen. They now, don't I listen. Remember, now I just remembered an episode that I was like, eh. Um, it had oh, someone from Stargate Atlantis, the the doctor. I don't know if his name was Beckett or something. Is Scottish? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. There's some episode with him in it, and I was like, eh. But I was excited that he was in it because I was like, oh my god, because all these Stargate but, people started popping up in it. But the fact that you can't even remember the episode is a yeah, pretty yeah. indication that, I mean, let's be honest, now, if you can't remember no, the episode... No, I do remember it. It's the one where a dude was harvesting organs. Was that the one... Was he building his own... Was, he, was that the one where he was rebuilding his son or something? No, he was rebuilding himself, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, basically, he basically figured out eternal life, essentially. We're basically like... Yeah. Not not through magic, but through actual science, where he just yeah. basically had to replace the organs every every so often to basically yeah. uh, continue going. Yeah. But then, then essentially, the, he uses um silk and um worms yeah. as like the, the the stitching thing, which is basically old school. Like, yeah. Uh, and then that's right. He runs in and like, what's wrong, doctor? And he has no kidneys. And they go, oh shit, he has no kidneys. Like you know, yeah. like um, yeah, that was pretty boring. Um, that I recited now verbatim, um, because of my memory. But that's not like that's a separate problem. <laughs> Yeah, no, like, like again, Damn it's memory. Like, they have good ideas. It's just, yeah, they have good ideas. It's just sometimes they don't execute it that well. Yeah. And sometimes those ideas just don't translate well to the screen. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Um, it's always, it sometimes sucks. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, like we've always said, it's hard to do solid A grade stuff when you've got to pump out 20 plus episodes. Absolutely, that's very difficult. Now, I will we'll touch on this topic very briefly because you know, but it is very important to the supernatural law. Let's talk about the Sam and Dean incest fanfic uh, fiction. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> the, uh, I'm referring to a specific episode where one of the characters was writing an episode, and she said, and she said, clearly said, if this if this is wrong, I don't want to be right. Wasn't 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 it that chick that um, <laughs> was, was in love with? First, she was in love with Sam, then she yeah. ended up with Chuck, and then yeah, yeah. yeah. she and, was and a just, weird one that girl. And they got the she, she got the they got the tattoo, even though she had no idea what it meant. Yeah. Like you know, it was just like one of those things. Yeah. 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 Oh, the, the supernatural fans! Yeah. Where they were, oh, they were like that was actually like in all honesty, that was still. A... You know what? That was another episode I didn't like, where her and Sam were partnered together and they were trying to solve the case. I really didn't like that episode. Mm-hmm. I didn't like, because I didn't like her. It was just funny where like like Dean's reading a script, like the book, going, "I'm reading a scene about myself in a laundromat, reading a scene about myself in re- like reading a scene about myself yeah. in a laundromat." Like <laughs> it was, he was like like. Like I'm literally like, yeah. <laughs> like I thought that was yeah. Like silly episode, 
I have another. Do you mind? Sorry, I know we're probably going over, but I have one more question that's just popped up in my head for everyone. Go, Go for, for it. it. With Chris, what death he first in Supernatural? Of a cat, of a cat. It doesn't Ooh. have to be a main character. It could be something like what death, aside like from the ones we've already spoken about, hit you the hardest. Oh, that's a tough one because there have been some pretty significant deaths. Yeah. And there have been some pretty, like, there have been some ones that are just, like, you just... That is a very, very good question because some of... I I think... I think um, it has to... I think we've talked about a little bit, but the the Roadhouse Massacre. Yeah. Because it was one of those deaths where it's like, it's not your fault. You've been dragged into this. Yes, you hunt monsters, but this is something else. This is not, this is like, you know, this is, this and that is end game. That was Joe. That was, yeah. This is end game shit. You should not have died there. It was one of those things where it's like going, like, it's a thing where you go, like, much like the Walking Dead, every village they go to burns down, like, and they have to leave because, you know, basically they're a, ca- they're a cancer to the world. Yeah, this is the same thing. You especially knowing Sam and Dean because you know is just tantamount to death, mm-hmm. and innocent people you know died because of their because of, because of their war. And that was that, that yeah that get that gets you that gets you. What about you, Ryan? Oh no, I'll go, I'll, I'll throw it to Jamie first. Okay, go for Jamie. Well, I just, you know I I'm struggling to. I mean, even with Bella, I mean that was you felt sorry for her. You, yeah, you didn't want to see her die at the end. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I'd like to say Sam at the end of season five <laughs> because it was sacrificial. I, I was going to say, can we take Sam and Dean? They've died so many freaking yeah. times. We just yeah. take them out of there. Again, they've got, when they go down to hell, they've got a frequent flyers card. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're basically like, they hand it to the devil and go, please punch this. And he goes, you know, we discontinued that promotion months ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, but honestly, look, I'm, I'm with Chris on the Roadhouse, because um, it just st- stands out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm struggling to remember. Yeah, so I'll go Roadhouse and 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 the Bella, Bella death. That's a good one though. The Bella death's a good one. Yeah. It's like because at the it's... end you didn't want her to die. You just like <laughs> like a, like I have a general rule: hot British chicks. I don't. I never want to die. But again, that's a <laughs> like you know. If we could make them live forever, that's fantastic. But again, yeah. like, it's that thing where it's like, yeah, it's a tough, that's a tough death. Ryan? Um, look, I'm going to say two, and it's going to be like very cliche, but at the end of the day, if I'm going to say, you know, my favourite arc from the first five, them trying to catch up to their dad, it is clearly when their dad passes over. Oof. Because to me, I think, and, and this might make this might might make no sense, but to me, I always thought if they got their dad back, things wouldn't have gotten as bad as they did. Ah, that's a good point. I think that emotion creates mistakes. We all, when we feel emotion and emotion of that level, we all make mistakes because we're not thinking right. We're not thinking clearly. And I honestly think if John Winchester survived, it might not have been much of a season, but I don't think things would have got to the levels that they got to yeah not with sam and dean maybe with someone else but i think things would be different 
Um, so that, that I'm going to go to the fan fiction, as you guys do not like. Um, the, <laughs> and this was, as I said, it was season seven, the death of Bobby Singer, uh, when Bobby finally was killed. Um, not so much because the death hurt me. I mean, because obviously we've known Bobby for so long, but it was more that he literally fought the devil and everything to stay. He gave up his right. He said, like, he got the same question from the Reaper as Dean did. If you stay, mm. you spirit. And he said, I'm staying because these kids need me. Oh. And he stayed and he became that spirit. And, and, you know, he had to, we had to essentially witness his death again. But about the story that he the more about the love that they had he had for Sam and Dean he saw them as his as his sons and he chose he knew that what uh, him of all people would know what was going to happen if he stayed and didn't go with the Reaper mm. and he still said I'm going I'm staying and to me that's no that, I think that that fan fiction or not that's still a powerful episode even 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 the hardest critic like Jamie would have to even admit on that episode being a power. Yeah, I've, no. not, I've not seen said episode, <laughs> but even hearing it described. It's, it's, literally, it's literally a gunshot. A gunshot kills Bobby. from oh. they're, they're, they're escaping from a big corporation that is run by demons, but it's a simple bullet. Oh, oh. That's not how you kill oh, a hunter. Way they're in the van. They, say, they think they've saved everyone. And it's the iconic, and he opens his shirt and it's just blood is just pissing out everywhere. That's never uh, a good sign. Yeah, he doesn't make it. Yeah. So before we wrap up, the name of the show is Stories True and Fictional. Mm-hmm. We have a story, and I do yeah. believe I'm 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 I've read this a few times, and I'm in two minds. So again, let's 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 I'll throw it out there in terms of true or fictional. Yes, I haven't, uh, I haven't, I haven't read it at all. So uh, I'm someone someone sent it in. By sending an email to the true and the fictional at gmail.com. And as per the rules, as we state at the start of this episode and at the start of every episode, if you have a story, send it to the true and the fictional at gmail.com. And someone has. I think we must be doing something right now. See, look, Chris comes on board and suddenly we start getting. Because yeah. <laughs> I, I bring what people want to hear. Incest. I'm not saying I'm not going to, I, you know, I, I love this podcast. I think I've been, I think I was on the, been here from day one. There was only yep. one episode yep. I wasn't on, but I am enjoying this format a yep. lot more. I think, um, you know, it's, it's similar to a lot of podcasts that I listen to where we've, it's three people just having a conversation, disagreeing, agreeing, you know, whatever. Yep. So yep. I am actually enjoying the new format. So Excellent. that's good to hear. Yeah. All right. Here it is, guys. The story as I read it. In, let us go with a Swedish accent for this one. <clears throat> Two of my drunk friends go into the bathroom together. Since they are really, since they really had to pee. Actually, I was Indian. You know, I'm not, I was going to say, what are you <laughs> went a little Indian. Why I'll read it. Gone Indian. Just read yeah. it in Christopher. I'll read it in my Christopher voice because I went, I went weirdly Indian there for a second. Anyway, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> that was really weird. <laughs> Two of my drunk friends go into a bathroom together since they both really had to pee. I have a question right there, but I'll, I'll, I'll pause and, you know, you know, yeah. One starts peeing and the other can't hold it. So he kneels down a bit and tries to pee, to pee into the same toilet 
right behind the first guy between his legs. Now, that's a trick shot if I ever heard one before. He peed all over the dude in front of him, as expected. <laughs> it was funny when they came out of the bathroom laughing and trying to explain themselves from Matt. Okay, so let first us, let it's us not back from Matt. It's from R. Kelly. Um, <laughs> okay, let's back this up. Two drunk people go into a single bathroom stall. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, look, it, it, it doesn't specify house, so they might have actually been at someone's house. I will say, okay, cool. That makes sense. They both had to pee. So one's obviously peeing. The other, rather than getting him to move over a little bit <laughs> to then pee into the same bowl, which I think we've all done that before. I think yeah. you know, that's, that's, you know. The childhood thing. Childhood thing. Cross swords. Uh, never cross streams. Obviously, Ghostbusters <laughs> references. He then tries to do the greatest trick shot, which is basically bend down and aim between the other man's legs. Now, this is only possible on on two scenarios. One, your friend is six foot five, and you have a window, a clear window in. Your friend is Sam Winchester. You might be able to do it. Two, he has for some reason his pants all the way down, so you have a nice clear line of shot. So he's being like a four year old. Unless those two very specific scenarios are meant, this story makes sense in terms of what happened. Yeah. Now, but Chris, Chris, you're missing the point. There was a very, there is one thing that makes this very possible. My two very drunk friends. <laughs> yeah, but I, but again, I've been drunk before and but I'm not really drunk. You don't get proper drunk. That's true. You can hold your alcohol. That's true as well. Like, we actually don't know you're drunk unless you become super helpful. <laughs> that is true. I become, for some reason, a butler when I'm drunk. I don't know, and I don't understand that. And I'm I've just tested... down to, like, because I've, I've, I've been to, when we, in my younger days, been to places where, you know, girls will squeeze about seven of them into a freaking cubicle just to, you know, pat their noses and have a chat about, you know, whatever girls talk about. So the fact that there's only two of them in the cubicle, I, I can believe. And look, we, when you do stupid shit, you're like, hey, I'm going to pee right here, mate. Just whoops. You know what I mean? Like you just, you do stupid shit. Drunk. That man's confidence yeah. in his aim and his plan <laughs> Uh, literally, that man was LeBron James. LeBron James. Well, in his head, he probably thought he was doing it. Yeah, going through that. Exactly. So, look, power to them for trying. Um, but yeah, it wouldn't have been. I don't think many many ladies were picked up after that incident, especially if they had the residue left all over their pants. Or yeah. will they pick up double the ladies because they're so confident yeah. and they tell their story with such. Well, obviously, pride. Well, obviously, it would have been like the naked man, like mm-hmm. you know, works a certain amount of times. Yeah, so, yeah. Do a, it works. So they would have just derobed and walked out. <laughs> Look, works I, two out I, of three I, times. I, I, I confidence. Um. Yeah. Look, there's not much more to say about that. I admire the confidence. Now. Do you believe this is a true story or do you believe it's fictional? Oh, oh, did he say, did it say what country he's from? Uh, United States, I think. Okay, I was going to say for Australian, it's 100% true. Uh, in the United States as well, definitely true. Well, I'm going to say it's true because yep. it sounds like something young men would do. Mm-hmm. I, I believe Jamie did that last weekend, but yes, we'll go young men. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
There's that look again, Chris. No, 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 no. That's, what, that's, that's what we call his face now. That's just his face. Uh, no, I think I'm going to go with True and, and Matt. If, you, if you're taking the piss, so to speak, um, you know, more power to you because we clearly believe that. And I, I don't, I'm not 100% convinced that one of the friends wasn't Matt himself. Oh, I was just Matt. about to say yeah, that. My, my two of my friends. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, the it's de- a classic. The detail described in how the, the yeah, aimed exactly. pea shot. The aimed pea shot has too much he detail. He was in that cubicle. He was on the grassy knoll. <laughs> he was in that cubicle when it happened. It's the classic, God is my witness. It's the classic ask is asking for a friend. Yes. <laughs> but we do appreciate the story, Matt. Thank you for uh, being uh, Yep. I think in the one year that we've been doing this podcast. We've only had two. I think we had one yeah. way back when. Well, yeah. So thank you. And we want you to send more stories. So please do. Please send them to the true and the fiction at gmail.com. They can be fan fiction, supernatural stories. As they Chris say, supernatural incest stories. They can be, it can be any kind of story. And we'll read them, and when we'll discuss them, and you know, what? and we'll try to figure out the, not just what happened. We'll try to put some logic behind the story and try to put ourselves in the shoes of the man <laughs> or woman, or woman. If you can because define one. God damn that man's confidence. <laughs> that man's bravado and that man's belief in his accuracy. Mm-hmm. I he, say to you, kudos to that man. It's almost, yes. and this is the last thing I'll say, it's almost like when people think they can do the pull the tablecloth. Yeah, yeah. The table. Yeah. I get yeah. Or it's almost as if they have this great belief. That after five amazing seasons, they can write seven more seasons and still be good. Oh, oh Matt. and that's how you wrap up the episode. That's how you wrap up the show. I am logging off and I'm going to pick up where I left off in season nine. In defiance. Until next time, everyone. Catch you next time. See you next time.